Scott, what was your kind of earliest memories of um, playing football? Uh, so obviously, I grew up in Inverness, and then uh, it's mainly, do you know what? The, my earliest memory is probably my the, the primary school football. Uh, to be honest, uh, we had a very good side. Of, obviously, myself, um, Liam Polworth, uh, Ryan Watson, Matthew Murphy, Paul Spence, uh, Lyle Morrison, Gassy Day, who actually now plays with me at Nairn. Um, it's funny how football works, but our, our primary school team was brilliant and. You know, for primary six and primary seven, those two years, we were the, actually officially the second best and third best primary school team in Scotland, you know, which is mad because at that age, you don't really kind of think about that too much. But, you know, when that's kind of plastered about in papers and stuff like that, it's quite it's quite surreal. So, no, obviously all of us kind of, um, we all ended up at, at Cali. Um and in that Cali squad as well, you could add in Ryan Christie, Gordy Hooker is a good mate of mine, Jamie Bennett. Um, we had the coaches of Danny McDonald, Charlie Christie as well, Scott Kelliker. Obviously, these boys are, st- are still involved in football to this day. So um, here's one for you as well. I actually remember a, a primary school game. It was ourselves, Merton Primary School in Inverness against Crown, another primary school from Inverness and that's who Ryan Christie had played for and, and Charlie Christie had, had coached him as well um, and our goalkeeper at the time, Gassie, who's not actually a goalkeeper now, he plays centre midfield for Nairn, believe it or not, but he uh, he was unbelievable I remember all these saves he was making and uh, I think we beat, we, we beat Ryan's team that day and um, Charlie came over to Gassie at the end of the game and he was like, you're brilliant, this and that. And uh, he actually asked Gassie if he, if he fancied joining Cali with, with, with all of us. He should have seen him. He was he ran the length of this pitch about a hundred times. Eh? Arms in the air. Because he's a, he's, a, he's a big, big Cali supporter, even now. So... Yeah. Just seeing him like that, he was ecstatic, you know. So, um, so yeah, you know, we had a good team, good primary school team, and then obviously into Cali as well, and we had a good team there too. So it was good. Yeah. So what what is it like at the kind of early stages in terms of the Cali youth setup? Um, I don't think it's like it is now. I think there's, I think back then, obviously. We were still able to play our, our school football and stuff like that, but as the years went went on, you know that wasn't that be, that wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Now for me, I enjoyed the school football. Uh, I just wanted to play as much football as I could, to be honest. And uh, I don't know. I just think I, I think it's still the same, but I, I just think nowadays that I think you should be able to play your school football. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's the. Some people say it's the best days of your life and that, but yeah, it's. Uh, I don't really kind of remember too much of the goings on when I was there, but it's not until kind of after you realise, like at that age, you just want to be playing as much football as possible. To be honest, and uh, I actually remember. So I was there for for about five and a half years, from like the age of nine to to fourteen, fifteen, and. Uh, you know, I just signed a new deal with him, and I started to become in and out of the squad. And I just, I think we went down to to Livingston away, and I think I'd only played about ten, fifteen minutes. And I just decided that kind of enough was enough. You know, you're that at that age where you want to be playing, mm. and like my my old man was was pally with uh, with John Beaton. I don't know if you know John Beaton, but he was obviously. He used to actually used to be in charge at, at Cali in the younger age groups, and then he moved on to Clark. And at the time, Clark were getting rave reviews about their youth development and stuff like that. And I thought, do you know what? Maybe maybe this is a, another you know option for me to try because maybe things were getting a bit stale for me at the time. So I, I just kind of wanted to try something different, and you know that's that's what I, I did in the end. Um, obviously, like when I left, you know, I had the I had the chance to to go to Ross County a couple of times 
maybe do you know what? Maybe it was because of a I was a ICT supporter. I never went because I don't know, but um, I just had it in my head that I didn't really want to go there. To be honest, um, and obviously that's when I decided to to join uh, Clark later on. Yeah. So how how did you find the adjusting to the Highland League? And well, obviously, like the, the Highland League wasn't until that wasn't until a few years after yeah. um, when I made my, my debut. But like Clark Youth, you know, that like said to you, to just there, you know, I couldn't have asked for better coaches going through the youth development for a few years at Clark. John Beaton, obviously a very close family friend and he's sadly not with us anymore, but um, obviously Gary Davidson helped him. They were like Aunt and Dex. They were always together and, yeah. you know, they were tremendous for, for me and f- I'm sure all the boys would agree with me as well, but, you know, we had a great group of boys and, you know, we, we would batter teams every week, even, you know, going through to Bucky and, and teams like that, um, you were ten plus some some weeks, and you just remember scoring a barrel load of goals. And yeah, I just think like obviously with Clark as well, you were able to play your school football. Mm. Like I said, you just want to be playing all the time, and you know I think that's what that's what helped me as a player. Yeah, to be so, honest. So just building up the experience in terms of more games and more situations you're putting yourself in. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. it was, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I went away to to Dublin and places like that with Cali, but w- with Clark, every year you seem to be away. We went down to Air for a cup. We played. I think we played Everton in the final, and we beat them five four. You know, we went away to Holland, uh, Denmark. Holland w- w- was a good one because I had so we had a it was a semi final. And we had a penalty shootout. And um, so we went over with the older age group, 17s. Yeah. So, you know, I was on the winning penalty and the under-17s, the older age group were watching us. I was shitting myself. Take that, take that penalty, I was shitting myself, you know. I just thought, if I miss this, like, it's all on me sort of thing. So obviously I scored and then the next the buzz that I just ran over to the group of boys and everyone was just like piling on top of everyone. It was brilliant. At that age as well. Like it was superb. So yeah, I know I had a lot of good times in the youth at, at Clark as well for a few years and then obviously that's when I went on to to the first team. I got my, my debut at seventeen, I think it was, with when Ian Polar was in charge. So Yeah, so what yeah. Yeah, so what what do you remember about your, your debut? Do you remember much about that or not really? Do you know what? I think it was against Devonville at home. And I missed an absolute sitter. I remember the ball coming across the box and I think it was maybe about five yards out and I put the header over the bar. Pretty much an open goal. So... That wasn't a great start to my debut. I wish it had gone a wee bit better. But, you know, my first start was, I think it was against Lossie and I scored and they got man in the match. And then obviously I thought kind of things would kick on from there. But it's funny because managers, even now, you know, they've got their favourites and stuff like that. And sometimes your face just doesn't fit. Mm. So, um, so yeah, I, I thought, right, I'll, I'll, you know, I would give that a good go in pre-season with Clark. And it's funny because, see, see pre-season in the Highland League and stuff like that, you've got to work hard. Hmm. You have to, at that level as well. Um, and it, I only kind of appreciated that as I got older because, I, I, you know, I kind of do wish now, you know, when I was at Cali, and I maybe tried that bit harder to get fitter. Because obviously you look at my mates now, like obviously look at Paulie now, he obviously went on to Motherwell and Kilmarnock and obviously look at Ryan, he's in the Prem now, stuff like that. And there's like I touched on Ryan Watson before and Matty Murphy, they obviously went full time and you know, they worked hard. And I just wish that maybe, you know, things might have been different if if I had as well. So um no, pre season with Clark, I just thought that, you know, I'll try and give this a good go and and kick on. Um because I, I got myself to a good fitness level and uh, 
and yeah, put in a lot of work. Yeah. So, what? Why do you think it didn't didn't work out? Was it kind of what you were saying in terms of face didn't fit, or kind of what's did it just not click, or you know? Uh, do you know what? I, maybe um, it's a tough one. That probably I can see it now, but like I, maybe my face didn't fit. Um, you know, you know, my old man's good mate. Well, he, he obviously played with, with Ian, um, and you thought that maybe that would have helped things, but you know, uh, it, it never in the end. And you know, I went on loan to um, Fort William for for a month yep. uh, from Clark, and the Fort William squad was good at the time. There was boys like Sean Ellis. Kenny McKenzie, uh, Callum McLean, who obviously two players that I play with now at Nairn. Um, so yeah, we we played three games. Well, I played three games, and who was against Bucky, Bucky, Keith, Strass Bay. Is that right? Yeah, and obviously I, I'd scored. I think I'd scored three and three. So you know, I I done well, and obviously I showed kind of what I can can do, and. Uh, the Bucky game, I'll never forget, obviously, because that was my debut for, for Fort William. And, I, you know, I scored a screamer. I must have been about 25, 30 yards out. And it, it's funny because five minutes before I'd scored, I'd done the same thing. I seen the keeper off his line just in, um, maybe, I don't know, about 40 yards out. And I tried to lob him. And the keeper just caught it. And then I was getting, shush, oh, the manager was going mental. And the players were like, oh, what the what are you doing this? That, that, do you know what? <laughs> thing I scored, you know? So, uh, uh, it didn't stop me from trying that again, that's for sure. But, um, but no, that was when, who was in charge of Bucky at the time? It was Gar- Gary Hake. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Gary Hake. Uh, Obviously, he's done well at Cove. He's at Cove. Well, he was at Cove with Paul Hartley and stuff like that and he's, he's done well there. So, because uh, he lost his job, I think, the Monday after and people were when, texting me when he maps and he lost it. Gary hate his job and stuff like that. So, yeah. but no, that that was a great experience. Just even being alone there for the three games, and so obviously when I went back to Clark, it was funny Fort William. So we'd won the three games in a row, and I think that was unheard of for Fort William to win three games in a row. Yeah. yeah. So I went back to Clark, and you know, funnily enough, Clark's next game was against Fort William for at Grant Street. And Fort William beat them two one, and I only got five minutes. So obviously I'd gone there and done well on loan, scored a few goals. Yeah, you know, and I got five minutes when I got recalled back. You know, so because I think we tried to extend it, and and I don't think Ian was having it. So when I got the five minutes, I I kind of just said to myself, look, this is, you know, I, I've gone out and done well. What chance have I got if I, if, you know, I'm coming back and I'm, I'm only getting five minutes? So. So, yeah, I just kind of felt after that that I needed to move on. And obviously, the manager at the time of Fort William, I think it was Callum McLean. Um, and Ali Ewan was his assistant. I don't know if you remember Ali Ewan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he went on to yeah. manage them later on, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Lossie. So, he's actually a good pal of mine now. So, he was always kind of getting on at me, like, like you, can't, you can't be sitting on the bench, blah, blah, blah. What's, you know... What are you going to get out of that? And always kind of texting me, desperate for me to sign for him. So I just kind of tried to push it and push it. Um, and Clark were kind of playing funny games at the time. So obviously my, my dad knew how much football meant to me at the time and how much I wanted, just wanted to play football. And he uh, he kind of had a wee quiet word with Ian, I think, shall we say. And, you know, after that, things, you know, we got the the deal done with Fort William and yeah like I said it doesn't really bother me all I want to do is be playing football and you know if you're good enough then you'll always be you'll always kind of get reap the rewards shall we say sort of thing yeah so what 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 is it like behind the scenes at Fort William and obviously for yourself traveling you know because where where were you based at the time when you were playing for Fort William were you I'm I'm an Inverness boy so yeah yeah um, so yeah do you know what? Ali, Ali was quite good, good with me. Um, 
so you would train twice a week down there, but I would train once down there and then once up here. Yeah. So even though I remember Ness as well, but he he was just football daft as well, so he he didn't really care. But with work and that at the time, I couldn't get off early enough to go down the road to train. So, um, but like behind the scenes there, you know, it was okay. Like I actually think that the the club was. It's nothing like it is now. Uh, and do you know, I don't think myself and you know all the other the boys that were involved in the club at the time, staff, committee, I don't think that they get the recognition that they deserve. I think nowadays it's all about Fort William being the worst team in the league and or mm. Britain or whatever it is. But mm. um, mm. it's you, you know they're doing this. Sorry, they're doing this like. You know the the BBC documentary, and I'm hearing that there's maybe there was a Netflix documentary in the pipeline as well, and stuff like that. And surely, you know, Ali took them, or Callum and Ali took them to their highest ever league finish. I think it was thirteenth or fourteenth, hmm. if I remember. So, yeah, I just, I just think nowadays they've just totally, I don't know, they just we don't get the recognition kind of we we deserved. Yeah, do do you feel like they're an easy target in terms of you know kicking them when they're down at times? Would you, would it be fair to say Fort William in general is a club now? Now, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just uh, general because just. Do you know what? Yeah, yeah, probably. I think even when I was there, though, it was always you could tell teams were coming. I was like, oh, Fort William, we're going to pump them today, and but I think obviously we we did make things hard for teams when we played against them because we, we did have you know a decent squad like we had uh, obviously myself Ian McClellan uh, Mike Farker McRae Ali Stark Stephen yeah. Rennie some boys on loan from, from Cali as well at the time and Adam Porritt. Um so like it was a good team and, and I always said that when I was there that we should never be a team that finishes bottom of the league Hmm. And like it's just like I just had that always going through my head, and I think that's kind of what kind of pushed me on to obviously score as many goals as I did. To be honest, because um, I didn't want to be that person that was sitting bottom of the league. Yeah. So how how important was that um, season in terms of scoring that that amount of goals? Uh, do you know what? It was kind of beyond. My expectations, obviously, I, you know, you always have figures in your head of what kind of you want to score and stuff like that. And I got to, I think I was, I think I remember saying Tally, I think it was on 20 at the time, and I was like, ah, we're not stopping here, sort of thing. I need to get to 30 now. So hmm. I was just so angry for, like, you know, people probably told you before, but like, once you get in amongst the goals, they just don't stop. Hmm. Like, it, every bounce of the ball just falls your way like you can shoot from anywhere and, and you know it's in the back of the net stuff like that so try anything and it's in the back of the net I remember scoring I scored a couple against Cove at home and like a free kick from about 30 yards out and right in the top stanch and Cove the, the Cove Twitter page like direct messaged me saying like you know you're unbelievable and that, you know and I, that was nice to hear because obviously not many club accounts do that or social media accounts would do that wouldn't they so it's like stuff like that you know when you're when you're banging them in everyone wants to kind of be your pal but um, but no that season I got 30 obviously I worked hard in pre-season and we had we had a a couple of good good tests in pre-season we went away to Alloa yeah um, which was a good experience because Jack Ross was the manager at the time oh yeah and I had Jim Goodwin marking me Armband on everything. I was like, oh, here we go. Because I'd heard a lot about him and how he was this fiery character and stuff like this. And he's going to leave one on me in that bit. Do you know what? He was brilliant because he got the crack. He was brilliant throughout the whole game because he was he was laughing and joking with you. And I know it was a pre-season game, but even still, I think that's brilliant. Because um, there's so many bad words. Well, there was so many bad words said about him as a player. So, mm. now stuff like that. And well, as well, we only got beat 3-0. So, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a good experience, and uh, what, we went away to East Kilbride as well. 
they were a good side. They were well drilled. They, I think they beat us six two. But I, I played well then, and I scored as well, and I was feeling good. So going into the season, I, I was kind of very optimistic about how things would go for me and and for the club. So, um, so yeah, you know, obviously hitting the thirty. I think it was thirty and thirty four. Is what I got, which is not a bad return at all, to be honest. Oh. So, getting to the North of Scotland Cup final, oh, yeah. that's unheard of. William's side as well, which I don't think gets spoken about enough either. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like I said, we don't get the recognition that we deserved and unheard of for, for, for a player from Fort William, well, from Inverness, but playing for Fort William to get to 30 goals. I think the, the, the last player to do that was. Callum McLean, obviously ex-manager. Oh, yeah. I think he, I'd heard that he was a good player in his day. So, yeah, it's nice to be up here with him. Yeah, you're probably still top scorer at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, I will be for sure, I think. Yeah, yeah, in the Highland League, maybe. Aye, I, I think I was. I think who tipped who tipped me to the top goal scorer? I think it was John McLeod that year, was it, or was it Mitch? I can't remember. I think it might. I'm trying to remember. It might. It would be one of them. I think it might have been. I think it was Mitch. If I remember rightly, from the Highland League Awards, maybe not. I can't remember. Hmm. But, so uh, yeah. So in that season, who, who would you say is your were your toughest opponents in terms of defenders and kind of that season? Yeah. Defenders, obviously Eric Watson. I have to add him in because just. Like you, you, you kind of heard so much about him as well, but it's funny because obviously you know when you are when you are scoring goals, you know you're always going to be talked about in the, the opposition changing him. Like you got to try and stop him this and that. So I I got a few kicks and bumps and bruises along the way. So no, obviously Eric Watson. There's like big obviously Darren Kelly. Uh, Chopper from from locals, yeah. Colin Williamson, that Brora, obviously I played with him as well. Um, Colin's one of the dirtiest I've ever come across. I'll be honest, but uh, elbows, knees yeah. everywhere. Honestly, uh, I'm just VAR, VAR. I wish. Yeah, <laughs> have a season ban if you're VAR. Mm. Uh, well, um, I was going to say someone someone once mentioned to me if VAR was introduced in the Iron League there would be umpteen red cards per game couldn't agree be. more yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no but I'm I'm sure you kind of um, you like those sort of challenges in terms of I mean head to heads in terms of defenders because it kind of oh, 100% because I feel like it totally ups your game because it just pushes you to be to be better playing against these these good players who you know have season season pros shall we say some of them you know so it's like yeah I love I love all that and even now I still still enjoy playing against big defenders I, I don't really care to be honest who they are but um, but yeah the, playing against these guys you always you, you always have to up your game so it's always going to make make you a better player. So in terms of. Um... After time at Fort William, obviously you went on trial to to Cali, and it it didn't really work out due to injury. Kind of how how do you reflect on on that time? And it must have been difficult in terms of yourself. Yeah, well, it was to be fair because, well, I had basically obviously after that season had finished after North Scotland Cup final. Uh, you know, well, running up to that 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 game. Leading up to that game, obviously people have been in contact already asking what my plans were and this and that. But I just told them that I wanted to get the cut final out of the way. Um, but most of the boys, most of the boys from that squad, and obviously manager included Ali, he uh, we were all moving on. Ali went to Lossy, and uh, other boys were maybe going away for uni or, or stuff like that, you know. So. But I just kept telling people as well that, you know, I'm going on holiday. Let me go on holiday with my mates Tenerife and let me enjoy things. So, um, so yeah, I, I was obviously, obviously I went to Tenerife and I remember I was there. I must have been a few days in and I got a phone call from Danny McDonald, who obviously was a Cali at the time. And, uh, 
he's Danny's brilliant. I've got a lot of time for Danny. I've, I've known him for years because I say he was a, he was a coach when I was there when I was younger. And uh, I got a phone call from Danny, and he asked me if, like, obviously, if I'd be interested in coming into Cali to, for pre-season. That and <sighs> obviously, I couldn't say no. Like, you know, a, a club I kind of grew up supporting. Obviously, my dad has close connections there. He played for for Inverness, Thistle, and Caledonian and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah I just kind of, I actually thought he was winding me up, to be honest. Because um, it's not every day that you kind of think that you know you're going to get a phone call from 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 Cali Thistle. So, so yeah, I, I actually remember as well. Uh, well, Danny told me that Scotty Kell would be in touch with times arrange, arrangements and um, what the plans were for me, etc. So that night, I think it was, we were out in Tenerife and uh, I met up with with Ryan Christie and Callum Ferguson. You know, Callum. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting your usual chit chat, and Ryan actually asked me. He was like, "Ah, oh, so what's the plans in that for next season?" I just played everything. I just played them, and I remember obviously when I did obviously going for training and stuff like that, and the news kind of broke out. They were like, "You," they were giving me a bit, you know, a bit of abuse for not playing. Why didn't you tell us this and that? And I was like, "No, oh, I, I just didn't want." I don't know, I just didn't want to tell anyone. Obviously, I was excited, but I only obviously told the boys that I was on holiday with and, and my dad, because I knew how much it would mean to my dad as well for for that to happen. So, uh, so yeah, it's uh, going in there. Um, obviously, I, I was kind of nervous as hell, but obviously, I, I just kind of embraced everything. And Pre-season was tough, tough going old school. Uh Hill running, but you know that's the fittest I've probably ever been, and uh, you know I didn't really feel out of my place. So um, the the first game I think was Forest. First pre-season game was Forest away, and I started. I've been given the number nine jer- jersey, and. Uh, Buzzing, you know, obviously nervous, but buzzing as well. And number nine jersey up top with George Oakley, oh, yeah. and uh, he in on on trial as well. So, what you know, what a feeling for me personally to to pull on the jersey. But like, you know, I don't really get nervous. But you know, for the first ten minutes, it, phew, I was shitting myself. But anyway, the I was playing well, playing well. Probably should have scored two or three, missed like, stupid chances. Um, and then the second the second half, and the ball came across the eighteen yard box. I've taken a touch onto my left foot. I've gone to hit it, and like as I followed through, the defenders come in with studs up, and I've hit his studs as well. But like, obviously that's happened, and then I'm on the ground in a heap, and like I just knew, and like I'd never broken a bone before, but I just knew. I could hear John Robertson shouting at me like, Scotty, get up. You're all right, get up. And I got up and like, I just couldn't wait there at all. I just hit the deck again. And I was like, nah, I, ha- I can't, I can't. Like, I can't. And uh, obviously straight to hospital, straight into the X-ray department, stole the kit on. Um, and then that's when they told me that I'd, I'd broken my um, metatarsal in my foot. So... So yeah, kind of absolutely gutted to be honest. But you know, from 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 then on, things, you know, for me anyway, things, you know, didn't look great. So you know, because at that level, you know, any moment out, you're always going to find it hard to to get back and show them what you can do. Yeah. So how how long did you take to to recover from that injury? So that must have been the end of June, July. So, so I was there till I was in there till about late October time. Yeah. Now, mid October. Yeah. So, they, do you know what they were brilliant with me because they they actually said to me that, hey, you can stay in here. We're going to get you back fit again, and then obviously come come the end, like 
you know, when you're back to fitness, you know, we'll do what we can to to have another good look at you and that blah blah blah. So, um, you know, they put me through all the rehab. It was good as well because I think Gary Warren was out injured as well at some stage, and uh, you know he would come in the gym with me and and we we would go out together and do extra runs and stuff like that. So all the boys there were, were were brilliant. You know, even even when I wasn't injured, you know, it was a great group of boys there, and you know, Pally with your your, your Brad McKay and and boys like that. So. Yeah, no, I, I actually, I still text Gary Warren now and again. I actually tried to get him to come in there and there, but obviously that didn't happen as a wee bit gathered about that. But, um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's um, the time came, obviously, when I did get back to fitness and and I went in to have a, a chat with, with John Robertson. And I'm not sure he, he, he asked me what, what I was thinking and what I wanted to do and, uh, I just said to him that I needed to go out and play. Obviously, I wasn't working. I needed some sort of income in again yeah. because I left my job to to do this to come in and you know. So once in a lifetime opportunity, you know. So I had to do it, and uh, I just said to him that I felt like I needed to to go out and play and get some money in again. And he totally understood that. And and fair play to him, he actually said to me, "Look, well, you can stay here." Um. For as long as you need to, until you find a job, whatever, it's entirely up to yourself. So, I did go home and I, I spoke to my dad about things, and we just said, "Look, I, you know, because I'd said my my piece, like we thought it'd be better, maybe just kind of parting ways." Look, I was gutted, but you know, football's a funny game, and you know, maybe it just just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. So, so have you ever had our opportunities to go to like our clubs or, or trials? In terms of clubs, full time or yeah, full time, yeah, full time, yeah, full time. Hey, uh, do you know what? I I don't think I've ever told anyone this, but uh, when, this must have been this must have been maybe before I went to Brora. I had I, I know a boy down the road, and he was trying to get me in with Gateshead. So obviously they were confident oh, yeah. uh, down in England, and uh, but they 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 just so they were keen to get me in, but they just uh, gone into or come out of administration or something like that. So like I don't think things were looking great for them. So that obviously never materialised in the end. But but no, not really, not not really any full time other full time opportunities. It, it's funny because up here. I think full-time opportunities are scarce. I don't think, you know, see if you're down the central belt and that, you, you know, you've got a lot of clubs to choose from. Yeah. You know, you can get your name out there a wee bit more. And obviously, I'm not saying it doesn't happen up here because it does, because obviously when, when Broda are going through their, their good spells, winning the leagues and stuff like that, you know, they had boys linked with, with English League One clubs and stuff like that. So it does happen. But I just think you... You know, I think you've got a better chance if you're down in the central belt for that. Yeah, it's just about putting yourself in the shop window. It's kind of yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I do know as well. At the time when I was there, obviously Kev, when I was at Cali, Kev Fraser was in as well. Oh yeah. And you know, I, um, I think they did try to sign Kev, but obviously things happened there. You know, and it didn't materialise in the end. I know, obviously, Mitch was mentioned as well, but. It's difficult because why would boys, you know, want to leave their mm. full job, you know, the money on the full time job and money part time football to 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 go less at full time? No, you know, it's a difficult aye. So, it just depends how, how into the you know how keen on your football you are. But it's uh, you know I don't blame these boys for for not taking it on. Yeah, and especially when you think, I mean, sometimes you're only getting offered a year deal, which is not very sustainable, you know, in terms yeah. of you're not, it's not giving you like enough security in terms of what you're doing yeah. next. So it's kind of a, yeah. a hit or hit, you need to hit the ground running basically as soon as you go in. Um, so in, ter- in terms of obviously you went 
went to Rawfish, um next. Um, how did that move come about? And was there any other kind of options in the Highland League that you had of, of going um, with? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, I had Brona, I had Bucky, I had Elgin, I had Jim Weir on the phone, I had for Martin, I had Tariff. Hey, I think who else would I have? Who else did I have? Nairn as well. Uh, I I had plenty of options, <laughs> and do you know it's not easy, believe it or not, because your head's just scrambled. Your head's all over the place. What's what? Do you, what's the best thing for you? This and that, and like obviously, I, I Stephen McDonald Biscuits was a manager at Rothes at the time. Yeah. Uh, he used to be my next door neighbour as well, so I knew him personally. Like, and uh, yeah. so he would drop the kids off at, uh, at Lindsay's, and then he would always, I'd always have this knock on the door at night. Like, what? and he'd come in, and he's like, hey, "What are you doing?" This and that. So he always made an effort with me, you know. And he was just so keen to sign me, and he uh, talked to me about the club and the plans he had for me and players in Camion etc 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 so we had obviously Dale Gillespie at the time Dan Moore Jamie Daff came in you know very good players who you know who, who played at a good level as well so for me it just seemed seemed like the right fit at the time yeah so how, how was your how was your time at, at Rolfus um, how did you find that uh, I, I actually I, I enjoyed it to be honest um, let's say a, a good group of boys there and um, it took me a, a few weeks to get going just obviously after the injury and stuff like that um, but then I picked that form I scored two good goals against, away to Keith um, a free kick one of them as well and just kind of from then on once you get your, you know once you get on the board that's after that you know they just keep coming so it's amazing what, what a bit of confidence can do to you um, so yeah just kicked on from there I think I finished on 16 goals I obviously came in November start November whatever it was and I think I scored 16 goals so yeah again I got a full pre- pre-season with, with Biscuits and uh, and Rothis and you know again he's old school with his pre-season he just likes to run you and run you if you know if not he's just going to shout and ball at you so um so yeah, I just I think we we could have done a lot better with with the boys that we had there and um, first I think it came to December and I, I think it was a nine or ten goals and probably should have had more to be honest. The amount of chances I always I'm always kind of I'm always so hard on myself. Like I should be mm. scoring more than I actually I should be, you know, but. Um, so I think you know for I think I was on like it must have been about twenty five goals or something at the time all in, um, which wasn't a bad return you know twenty five and thirty odd appearances but um, you know I'm all, you're always going to score goals with Dale, Dan, Jamie Wilson, yeah yeah, Craig Cormack, Ando Stephen Anderson as well, good player. Um, December came and you know we were talking about new deals and stuff like that and you know I remember meeting up with Rothis and, and, and chatting away to him about things and and then you know a week later I think I got a phone call from Broda asking if like I would be interested uh, in going up there yeah. and it was a, this is a difficult one like I said obviously in the past because I'd done well and that teams had come in and Broda had already been in for me a couple of times before yeah I think Grant Monroe was in charge the first time yeah with Biscuits as assistant I think um, and then Tokes Ross Tokley when when he was in charge as well and I turned it down obviously so I just felt this time that, that I couldn't say no and then obviously they wanted to push it through um, ASAP because obviously I had six months left in my deal and uh, they just asked me if I'd be keen to to go now and I was like well at the time I think Brora were three points behind Cove with a game in hand yeah 
So there was a potential there to win the league. And obviously, you know, that's kind of all I want is to, to win the Highland League. Uh, so, yeah, I just couldn't say no. And it's a chance I just didn't want to miss out on. Um, football's a short career, so... Obviously, a few, a few. I don't think a few of the boys at Rothes were happy, but you know, I'm afraid. I'm, I'm sure they would have done the same thing if if they were in my shoes. Yeah. So, in terms of like, obviously, you had a lot of characters in in that Brora changing room. Who were kind of the biggest characters that you played alongside? Biggest characters, all of them. Oh, the, the whole the whole squad. Honestly, um, it's Ka- Craig Campbell. Campbell, yeah. Cam, uh, Joe, Dale Gillespie. Dale Gillespie's one actually who uh, he always says to me, um, winds me up. He says, Oh, he says, I got you your move to Rothers up the road. I say, You better thank you and all this sort of stuff, you know. So uh, he always winds me up about that. But um, aye, it's the whole squad really, because I don't know, we were all kind of quite close to one another and uh, brilliant brilliant club honestly and uh, you know obviously got to you know how things ended there but um, when I first came in they were all winning games and it took a while for me to get in which is fair enough but you know I was kind of chomping at the bit and um, obviously Dale Joe uh, Gav Morrison Mark McLean Ali McDonald. These are all players, in my opinion, who you know could have played at a higher level. Yeah. Especially, especially Joe. Joe's the best keeper in the league, in my opinion. You'll probably say Kevin Main because you're from down that way, but no, nah, I it's. <laughs> I I just I just think Joe's been a standout for for years, and you know he could he could probably still play higher, but you know it's. Uh, I remember, I think it was a week or two after I signed, and we played. We had a home game at. We were home to locals, and obviously, like I said, we were we were three points behind Cove at the time. And um, Cami had come off the bench and scored a win, late winner, ninety-first minute winner, you know. And uh, what a buzz! I think Joe ran the length of the park. Um. I'm pretty sure I was the first one there and I was a new substitute. So like that that just showed you how, how how together we were. And that was only, you know, a few I was only a few weeks into it, but you know, some people will go to clubs and they'll kind of just shy away from from all the banter and you know, getting involved and because it's not easy sometimes. Yeah. I just felt like I wanted to prove myself in this squad and you know, I just wanted to, to get involved with everything. So um so yeah, that kind of settled me in nicely and I remember I think we went out that night or the week after and Gav Morrison was saying that he got a message of Neil Gold, obviously a wee bit bitter about the result. He was like, ah, oh, I thought you boys uh, won the league last weekend or something like that, you know? So, um, but no, that's just, just shows you how, how close we were. And so, yeah, it's, uh, I've got a funny story for you about, uh, about a game, a midweek game I had at Brora and, uh, I I can't remember who it was against, but all day I'd uh, I'd had a, a dodgy stomach, shall we say? So <laughs> I think uh, I think before the game I was on the toilet about four or five times. I must have been the bowl of fruit or something I had the night before. I don't know. I don't know what to blame it on, to be honest. But uh, I remember. It was like 15, 20 minutes to go in the second half and like I was close. It was close to being a Gary Lineker moment. And I was just like, I need to get off here. So I I shouted Kami or said, and I was told, I need to go. Like, I need to go straight down that tunnel. So next minute, they'll obviously take me off straight down the tunnel and obviously the rest is history. So uh, that was, it was uh, an embarrassing moment. I I was getting the piss ripped out of me as soon as the boys came in the changing room after the game. So, yeah. Um, but I no, I thoroughly enjoyed my time there. I think again, I always keep tallies of of how many I, I score and stuff like that. I was, I think, I scored fourteen there, and again, should have been a lot more. 
said was hard on me because he said I should have had more too and I, I, I do firmly agree with that as well but um, but yeah great group of boys there very pally with them some of them now Tommy Joe um, but yeah I, I just feel maybe that I wasn't given a fair crack at the whip but that's football and obviously you never know what can happen in the future After after that you, you went to to near and I, re- I remember reading you were you said you were speaking about your um to your dad about you know your next move and you didn't really want to leave Brora but you wanted to play games how how tough was that in terms of um making that decision very tough because like I say do you know what that's probably one of the toughest decisions I've had to make in football is leaving Brora just because of the side that we had how close the boys were, um, you know, just a winning side. And obviously, I wanted to be, a, I want to be a part of a winning team. Yeah. I want to win, and obviously, I, I did win the North of Scotland Cup with them against Carly, but which was a great achievement for the club um, against a strong, strong um, Carly Thistle side. But uh, yeah, I, you know, I was looking obviously for a move away because the game time was lacking. Like I say, I don't think I was given a fair crack at whip, but you know, obviously. Said that time will maybe disagree with that, but it's uh, I just like I said to you before, I just want to be playing every week. You know, I could have stayed at Brora for another year and a half, but you need to be playing because at the end of the day, you're not going to make a name for yourself sitting on a bench. Mm. So go out and play, do well, and yeah, you know, the success will always will always come back to you, and that's something that you know that my dad is drilled into me as well so so yeah after we kind of had a chat about that it was kind of an easy decision for me to well not easy but it was it was the right decision for me for me to leave and then obviously with, with Nairn Nairn had kind of been in contact they'd noticed I wasn't kind of playing and they got in touch with Brora asking if they could you know speak to me and I just liked everything that they had to say um, I, I knew from the past that, that you know from boys that had been there, you know how good a club it was, and you know you're well looked after on and off the pitch. Um, yeah, so so that was it really. That was how it, that that came about. Yeah, so so how have you found your time? It, it must be weird being one of the slightly older players when <laughs> you're not when you're not that older, but you know what I mean. I? Hmm? I'm not really that old, am I? No, no, <laughs> no. But you know what I mean. And going from yeah, I know. Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of you. Obviously, over nearing of there's a lot of youngsters coming through and stuff. And obviously, you've got yeah. you um, in terms of experienced players. You and then you've got Geffens, which is quite funny saying the same sentence um, in terms of ages. Um, but <laughs> obviously, like obviously, we've got you know myself, Gordy McNabb. Now again, he's back. Yeah, great player, Gordy. We've got Chubbs. Chubbs has been about, and you yeah. know he's in the business. You know other clubs, and um, maybe Adam Porritt as well. He was, you know, Ross County, Brora got the bad injury. Um, he was at Fort William with me as well. Uh, aye, so you know there is experience in there, and it is to me. I, I do always say it like it is a it is a good young squad and. Um, hopefully with a few more additions maybe a bit of experience in there as well you know we can we can kind of get inside that top six but it's not going to be easy now because like we spoke about earlier you've the league's just getting more and more competitive and yeah, yeah. you know you've we've obviously still got break in the league you've got Banks and D coming in as well and yeah it's, it's not going to be easy but you know the last couple of years we've finished 7th and 8th so you know, we'll certainly give it another good go. Yeah, and I think it was was it last season or maybe the season before. Um, you went on a good run and got a couple of decent wins. You beat Brora, you drew with Fraserburgh. Um, so how how important is is that? And also in terms of keeping these players together, because obviously there's been times in the past you've got like teams. I'm trying to think of teams off the top of my head, like. Your clacks probably had your guys like Brindo and stuff all at the same time, and then they kind of went elsewhere. How how important is it to keep all that players together as 
as kind of long as possible in terms of, you know, um, taking it to the next yeah. level. Oh, vitally important, but, uh, you know, you know, if players are doing well, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's you know, it's never going to be easy to, to keep a hold of these boys. Obviously, we had Max Ewan. Yeah. He's a brilliant, brilliant young player and, you know, it's, uh, you can't fault him for, for going to Verona because I, you know, I did it and, I, you know, I said that to him. These, these chances might not, you know, they don't really come around, very, might not come around very often. So, like, you got to take it whilst it's there. And I mean, it's like, it's like Tom and Tom McLennan and, and Cohen, obviously the two of them have gone to, gone to Bucky. Yeah. You know, if we kept them, then who knows? But yeah, no, it, it is important. But at the same time, it's not easy when, when the bigger clubs come in and, and poach these boys. Yeah. Um. So in terms of yourself, obviously, um, pre-season coming up, how are you kind of feeling ahead of that and what can you give maybe a bit of insight in terms of what pre-season is like for yourself so obviously I've this is me just coming back I've um we came back last Saturday uh so I trained Saturday um Tuesday Thursday um missed obviously Saturday session there because because of a wedding but um but yeah, you know, I've not played football in eight months because I had a, a operation on my knee, so just to remove a keyhole, uh, just to remove some cartilage. So that was just bothering me for a while. So, um, you know, the club were good with me, you know, during all that, and you know they kind of looked after me as best as they could. But, um, but in terms of pre-season, yeah, there's plenty running, plenty running as expected. Obviously, that's. You know, I think you need to be running pre-season. Like, you know, some managers may be against it or that and they'd just rather have the ball out and stuff like that. But I just think, you know, pre-season, you, ha- you know, you have to be running and it just sets you sets you up, you know, for, for the season ahead, really. And, and yeah, hopefully, you know, we can... We, we are, we're, we're looking sharp in training. It's, it's, it's good because Gethin's actually organised a, a Strava group. Yeah. For all the boys to kind of put in their results from from the running and that, and I think a few of them kind of did that. And yeah, you know, speaking to speaking to um, Sharpie and, and and Mike, the assistant, you know, they're 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 happy with how things are going at the moment. So, looking obviously, you played in a lot of Scottish Cup games. Is there any kind of games you've been involved that you can got good memories about in terms of? Time. Uh, do you know what? Obviously, there's not many away. I wish there was more away trips, good away trips. Uh, we played obviously with Rothis. We played at Edu Sport Academy. Oh yeah, and at Galabank in Annan. That's where they played their home games, and they were a very good side. To be honest, we drew one-one, but we could have. We probably should have came away from there with, with a victory but um, you know that was a good we obviously travelled down the night before and stuff like that and that was good um, Greenock Morton with Brora oh yeah well that was a good experience as well yeah you know one 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 there and again I also think that you know we could have snatched a victory there too but um, yeah no not many uh, you know, the Scottish Cup, brilliant. I, I love playing the Scottish Cup. You always kind of look forward to the fixture, you know, what fixture has been released for that. But, um, you know, especially getting, in, you know, on the score sheet. But, um, you know, you see a few years ago when, when John McLeod, for example, I think he was top goal scorer in the Scottish Cup. Or one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was. I remember seeing on the big screen, yeah. like, top goal scorers, John McLeod, Bucky Thistle. It's mad. Honestly, yeah. stuff like that, you know, that's like something I look at and I could be like, you know, I wish, you kind of do, you wish that was you. Mm. You know, your name plastered in front of like 50,000 people at Hamden. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, it's, uh, you know, it's a boy from, from Inverness playing in the Highland League, you know, top goal scorer, beating boys, you know, that play for, for your Celtic and, and Rangers. It's just crazy. But, uh, 
but yeah, it's uh, you know I wish there was kind of more, more. Um, I'm sure there will be in the future, but I wish kind of I had more stories from from Scottish Cup ties. Yeah, so so your your targets for this season is a couple of away days, and, and to be top, yeah, and to be top scorer of the competition. <laughs> top scorer of the high, as yeah. well, Highland League. Yeah, is that? Is that no, it, do you know? Do you know what? For me this year, like Nairn's been stop start. Just when me having a few niggly injuries and COVID as well. Yeah. Um. You know, I just want to have a. You know, get back to doing what I do, score goals, help the team, and just kind of enjoying it again. Because, like, I think you know, this last last season, sorry, you know, I only played played a handful of games. So, you know, as long as I can get through this season unscathed um, and scoring goals along the way, I'd be delighted. Yeah. Um. Last few questions. So, um, who who would you say has been the best player you've played with so far? Would you say best player I've played with? What it in each position or um just I would just say over over go overall oh, oh. is that is that a tough? It's going to have to be Ryan Christie, isn't it? Hmm. He's in the English Premier League now, so. Uh, or are you? Or do you mean? High, do you mean? No, no, I just mean. I just mean generally, like generally. So Ryan Christie. So what was he? Even at, even at a young age, you could tell that Ryan was going to go far. Just he was he was lightweight, but like it was, I don't know. Just just everything, his movement, and obviously see having Charlie there as well. He was obviously our coach at Cali as well at the time, and Charlie was always pushing Ryan, you know, to do that bit more. And he was always a lot more aggressive with Ryan, so he he you could tell that he just wanted Ryan, you know. To go far and just you know to be better than everyone, but yeah, I would have to say Ryan. But obviously, you know, the, I have played with, with with good players in the Highland League. You're, you're Dale Gillespie's, Martin McLean's, uh, yeah, Joe Marlin, like Gordy Morrison at Clark. I need to add Gordy, and Gordy's yeah, been yeah. good with me. Gordy's brilliant with me when I was at Clark and. You know, even now, obviously, he's a referee now and stuff like that, which is mad as well. Never thought I'd see that. <laughs> but, uh, even Jordan McRae, like, George obviously proven how good a player he is. And, um, so, yeah, no, there's a few. But if if we're talking overall, and yeah, I'd have to say Ryan, obviously, if he's, you know, he's a Premier League player now, so. Yeah, so do you still keep in touch with him and all the other guys from Cali days, yeah? Uh, so, Ryan... Every now and again, yeah. Um, I have people like I've had people messaging me like, "God, oh, can you message Ryan and get me a signed top and stuff like that?" And I'm like, oh, "No." Like, obviously, I know Ryan, right? But we, you know, we've been—he's been away for so long and stuff like that. And I can't just message. You know, that's not—that's not me. I, I wouldn't do that anyway. But obviously, Liam Polworth, Polly, I still speak to um, every few weeks and that. But he's obviously down the road now. But when he's home. We always meet up for a coffee or lunch or dinner or whatever. So, so yeah, yeah. So you're not trying to get some Bournemouth tickets. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I, I thought about it. <laughs> I've thought about it. I thought about just going down for a wee holiday down down there and and maybe text him say, "Look, I'm down." And he, yeah, I think I'm sure he would, but um, I'm sure he would. But you, uh, you don't want to be that person. I mean, there's plenty of people who do it. Um, yeah, but it's it's probably one of those things to fit by. It's, it's a bit difficult to do when you're pals with people who play at a, a higher level. Yeah. It's kind of people wanting to speak to them because they know you. Or um, yeah, when for the, for you they're just pals from Cali days or stuff. So yeah. Um, so do you still have ambitions in terms of? Do you still feel like you could go full time still, or what's kind of your what, no. you're, what are you thinking? No. Oh, he, you never say never to these things, do you? Because obviously you yeah, look yeah. at these fairy tale moves that you get like down south. Even Shane Sutherland. Look at Shane now, he's obviously yeah. full time at Cal. I think he's is he early thirties, is he? Maybe? Oh, I think so. Or you know, late twenties, early thirties. So 
you know, he's gone back full time, stuff like that. You know, it can happen, but you know, I'm not kind of looking that far ahead, to be honest. Like I say, I just want to have a, I just want to get back to doing what I do and, um, you know, get myself fit and, and scoring goals again. I've got, I think I've got 22 goals to reach 100 in the Highland League. I think, not that I'm counting. Yeah, yeah. Not that you're I counting. That, I want to get that first. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's 22. Aye, right, something like that. So it's, uh, but no, what will be will be. And like I said to you before, you know, if you're good enough, and these teams will always kind of be sniffing around. Yeah. So, um, look, look, final question. So, looking at the Highland League, what, um, looking at the kind of younger players coming through Nairn, is there any of them you think could play at a higher level or, or kind of, you know, say maybe, you know, a League Two, League One kind of team or what are you? Just through Nairn or? Yeah, just Nairn. Yeah, it's just because you're playing directly with them. So it's just, you'd have more of a, you know. Do you know, there's a boy, um, we've got a boy, Keaton Young, who, you know, he he has, you know, shown glimpses of of what he can do coming off the bench and even starting games. And, you know, he's, he's a goal scorer. But, I think, you know, Sharpie's tried to drill it into him. Even Gethins has tried to drill it into him. Gethins, I think, even threatened to go through to his house a few weeks ago to drag him out of the house and take him for a run. You know, he's just... He's just... If he could do that wee bit more to get himself fit, then, you know, who knows where, where he could go? Because, you know, he's got all the ability. Everyone, you know, everyone says that, but the only thing that lets him down is his fitness. And I think nowadays, especially... At this level, you need to be fit, mm. just with especially with the way that you know the Highland League's going. Yeah. So how how have you seen it like evolve over the years in terms of it used to be? I mean, people were quite stereotypical in terms of you lump it up to a big striker, flick it on or stuff. Now it's more kind of fitness wise. There's yeah. In terms of players seem to take it more seriously in terms of their fitness. How have you seen no. it kind of evolve over? No, I agree with that as well. Uh, you know, in my opinion, I think it's got a lot better. Maybe people, you know, will disagree with that. But, um, you know, I heard that obviously, you know, I think Brecon tried to do everything they could last year to go straight back up. But you know, Sharpie was telling us that he, Sharpie has drilled us into this a few times that, you know, the league is getting more and more competitive. You know, you boys get fit. You need, you boys need to be on your A game because, like, he he actually kind of used Brecon uh, as an example, saying that they I think they took in their own nutritionist and stuff like that, and they do video analysis and all this. And you know, for part time, you know, Highland League level, that's kind of unheard of. You know, in on Sundays and doing recovery sessions and stuff like that. No, you know, I don't think there'll be another club in the Highland League that does that. Maybe you know, I heard Fraserburgh were doing extra stuff and, and whatnot, but that's maybe the way it's going nowadays. I'm I'm not sure, but. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I don't think that, I still think Broad are the best football inside in the league. Yeah. In my opinion. Like, I, you know, I, I watched the cup final against Bucky. Bucky are obviously a good side as well, but I just think that I thought Broad had, you know, deserved to win it. And I don't know if you were there or not, but I, they just, they actually tried to play football. And, you know, they've not changed throughout all the years that I've kind of watched them or, you know, played with them and stuff like that. And I think that's what they'll do for forever. But, um, but yeah, no, there is a, there's, like I say, there's a lot of good teams in the league now and especially with Banks of D coming in, I'll be interested to see how they get on next year as well because, uh, you know, even in Aberdeenshire Caps and, and stuff like that, you know, they've beat your your big teams in the Highland League. So, you know, it's like I said, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a competitive year. Yeah, who are you who are you tipping to win the league? Who do you think who do you think's gonna win the league? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm probably going for I would say Fraserborough. I think Fraserborough will win it again, to be honest. Why? I just I just think they've got um the mentality in terms of I <clears throat> I saw them play against Huntley. 
and they won 2-1 and Fraser Burr were shit in that game. They were awful, but they somehow grinded it out. I just feel like that's kind of what you need to do in terms of winning. It might be kind of everyone says that, but you no. need that. It's the same as Brora at times used to be good at that, or they used to just batter teams. It's just, I would say, Fraser Burr. Do you know what? I, I, I really do think that this year is going to be closer than ever. I had, you know, Brora, I still see Brora up there. I still yeah. obviously there. Bucky are going to be up there. They've signed, I think, with 12 boys. But like, they're, Bucky are going to be good. Um, locals are always strong. Obviously, I know they lost, you know, Neil Gold, Keaton Shanks. I think Banks D will maybe be up there for, you know, for Martin. Maybe, you know, it's going to be so tight. Um, and that's me named six teams. So, you know, it's, that's the top six. And hopefully we can keep up there. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I, you know, I, I don't think I can pick pick a winner because I think this is going to be a, a close season. Yeah. So in terms of like, obviously you went, have, did you get to play against Breakin last season or, or not? Did you play in any of the yeah. games? Yeah. So what what was your kind of assessment of, of them as a as a team? What, what did you make of them? Physical. Yeah. Very physical. Uh, you know, bit, best player for me was probably the, the wee Ukrainian boy. Oh, yeah. The guy from St. Johnston, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think he went to Kelty as, did he, as oh, well. So. Yeah, he went to Kelty, yeah. But yeah, like I, st- I still, I still think Brora are, are a better football side than them. But like, mm. it's uh, you know, Breakin are good. Breakin are a good physical team, and and especially obviously at Glebe Park, and that they they make it hard for you. It's a hard place to go, and um, I'm hearing the the away changing rooms are, um, are, how do you put it? I think. I think they could do with a wee refurb. I'm hearing so. Uh, that's maybe one of their. That's a, maybe a game plan from them. But um, but yeah, no, it's uh, they have a good physical side, and you know, let's say I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be up there this season as well. Yeah. Uh, one final question: what what kind of what do you make of the whole situation with Fort William? Obviously, it looks like they'll be in the Caledonian League um, next season. You played for. For them, what what do you make of all of that kind of happening? Um, you know, there's so many rumours floating about, and um, yeah, I don't know to be honest. I don't know if they'd ever get back into the Island League. You know, because obviously you've got your Golfsby Sutherland, you've got your Inver Gordon and North Cali, and even obviously I think. Um, You'll have the winner off, off the of North Cali against, uh, is it the Midland? Yeah, yeah, right? Midland, yeah, uh, the Dundee League, I think. I just, I just, I just think that for William, are you know, if they do go into the North Caledonian League, then then they'll struggle to get out of it. That's just the, you know, the way it's gone with them. And for listening to the Highland League podcast, hope you can join me next time for another interesting interview.